Hi, I'm Tanuja Ramchal, Career Advisor at the Graduate Career Management Center here at the Sikkim School of Business. And today I am here with Eileen Murray. Eileen is an MS in Finance student and she'll be graduating in December. Right. Hello, everyone. <laughs> and I'm so excited to be talking to you, um, Eileen, because um, I've, I've seen you grow so much in the course of the last uh, two years or so. And um, I think your story as well in terms of um, all of the actions you've taken and how you've basically transformed um, <laughs> in this yeah. process and um, landed the job that you wanted. Um, so first of all, thank you so much for, for being willing to share this. Thank you for having me. <laughs> and um, I wanted to start from the beginning, right? Because when you, I remember uh, you telling me when you first came in, you did orientation and you saw all of these international students because you are an international student and they were telling their stories and you said, well, that seemed like the exception. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I think graduate school in general can be very overwhelming, mm -hmm. but being an international student, being in like a new environment, it just adds another layer mm -hmm. of challenges. And I remember, you know, talking to other international students or hearing their stories of like orientation events and I, like you said, I was just thinking, okay, they're the exception. Mm -hmm. it, and it seemed so far away, especially in the beginning. And I think I had a different mindset at the time too. I was only looking at things, seeing the obstacles and not the opportunities available to me. Okay. Yeah. And um, I know you actually came into GCMC initially in your first semester you came in. Right. You got your resume uh, reviewed. Right. But so then you didn't come in for a while. Yeah. So like mm -hmm. most people, I came into GCMT just to get unlock the Zicklin Career Link account, <laughs> right. uh -huh. and then I never came back. Mm -hmm. um, and it really was because I wasn't aware at, in the beginning about all the services GCMT offered. Like I thought GCMT was just here to check your resume once you get your account unlocked, and then you just apply. And you do it all on your and own. And I did, yeah. Right. And you mm -hmm. do it, just do it all on your own. Mm -hmm. So that's what I did. And I guess in a way, I, I feel like I kind of wasted that first semester because mm -hmm. I didn't. All I did was unlock my account. I sent out a few applications, mm -hmm. and that was it. Mm -hmm. And of course, nothing happened. <laughs> so nothing, no results. Yeah. And I know also sometimes in your first semester, it can seem like you have a long time um, in order to make this happen. Right. So mm -hmm. you, you tend to put things off because you say, oh, I'm in my first semester. I have lots of time left. Mm -hmm. So I did that as well. All right. And especially as an international student, you're still adjusting. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah. Coming to New York or, you know, if you're just like, uh, you know, coming back to school or whatever, it's a new environment. Yeah. Um, so it's understandable. And then I remember us meeting in, um, I did a workshop for international students on um, how to really uh, succeed in your job search. Right. And you were at that workshop. Yes. Yes. So I was at that workshop, that's when I met you for the first time. Mm -hmm. And um, that workshop actually is where I learned about some of the services offered by GCMC. Right. Mm -hmm. And that was towards the end of my first semester. Mm -hmm. So then I decided maybe I should start um, meeting with an advisor and you know doing some of the things that you talked about like getting an action plan and um 
you know, meeting with someone regularly. Having the accountability having, and having all of that, right? Yeah. And I remember you making that appointment with, with, uh, with me, having that initial appointment, and we start talking about, so what are the steps you're going to take to get where you, where you want to go? Right, yes. Mm -hmm. And um, prior to that, I remember you saying that you, um, you know, that you were looking to have, um, have some experience on campus. And you, <laughs> you, you applied for a GA position, and what yes. what happened? So I, yeah, I wanted to get some experience on campus, and I decided to apply for the graduate assistantship position. Mm -hmm. But you know, Baruch sends out an email mm -hmm. to everyone with the application. You fill it out, and I actually I was out of state at the time, right. and I got an email from a professor. This was in January, so mm -hmm. during the um the spring, the winter break. The, mm -hmm. So I got an email from a professor asking to meet, and I immediately replied yes, even though I didn't have my laptop with me, did not have access to my resume, mm -hmm. and I was gonna, I was going to get in New York a few hours before okay. our meeting and come to the interview. And come, yeah. So mm -hmm. I was giving myself no time to prepare, but I completely underestimated the situation. Right. I just I felt like oh it's a GA position it's. Yeah. This isn't going to be an I just show up and I get it. Yeah. Right. Uh -huh. He probably just wants to meet, mm -hmm. uh, you know, get to know me. Um, and then when I showed up, <laughs> I remember walking into his office and seeing like five other resumes on the table. Mm -hmm. And that's when I thought, oh, this is like, this is going to be an interview. There are other people vying for this position. Mm -hmm. And it was a complete disaster mm -hmm. um, because he asked me things that were on my resume like uh, questions about projects that I did in the previous semester mm -hmm. and I hadn't even gone over my resume right. in like So weeks. you couldn't even talk about so that? So I couldn't even talk about that so it was, it did not end well. Right. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I remember walking out of that interview and just feeling really disappointed in myself mm -hmm. because I completely blew an opportunity that I had mm -hmm. and it was just my fault, no one else's. Right. And it was because I underestimated the situation. Mm -hmm. So that was an important lesson that I learned from that. And a great wake up call. Yeah. Because I, uh, you know, um, one of the things as well that um, when you had when when you um, had started meeting with me, there was an opening at GCMC in terms of a GA position, and you were ready for in terms of being ready for right. uh, you know for interviewing and for ha getting that role. So you ended up getting the role, and you ended up working here at GCMC. I did. Mm -hmm. So again, another lesson I learned from that experience was just to okay instead of sulking about something and being disappointed, just accept the situation, own your mistakes, and move forward. Mm -hmm. And that's what I did. And I found out about the GCMC position actually the exact same day because I was already on campus. I felt really bad about what had just happened. And I said to myself, maybe I should go into GCMC, talk to an advisor, mm -hmm. try to get this job search thing going, right. and came in here and ended up finding out that you guys were looking, we're looking for yeah. a GA. And, and, and one I was of able to prepare for that and ultimately get it. Exactly, and you ended up getting that job. And also one of the things that you told me is how that job actually transformed your view of GCMC. So can you talk a little bit about that? Yes, so after I started working at GCMC, that's when I realized just how much GCMC does for students. Mm -hmm. and just what exactly what they offer mm -hmm. you know I mean GCMC doesn't just help you fix your resume and get your account unlocked mm -hmm. they help you target your resume to a specific role they help you 
create cover letters, come up with a career plan. Mm -hmm. And I mean, the advisors just, they genuinely are invested in your success. Mm -hmm. It's not just a job to them. I've seen that. The advisors genuinely want you to succeed. Mm -hmm. They want to help you um, find out, find the right path for you and then help you get there. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I remember you, you also um, telling me was that what was surprising was that you were see, we would see students coming out of an appointment and they would actually book another appointment yeah. um, right away. And this was not something that you had initially done. When you booked your first appointment, you came in for the resume review and you were like, okay, I'm done. My resume is approved in the system. I can now go ahead and apply for jobs. But you didn't think of, okay. Right. So I wasn't thinking, that's another thing. Even though I found out that they help with resumes and cover letters, I was thinking of it as like a one-time visit. You go in one time, you get a cover letter done, and that's it. Mm -hmm. But one thing that really struck me was working here, I saw, I kept seeing the same students mm -hmm. over and over and over mm -hmm. again. They would get out of one advising session and they would immediately come to me to book another appointment. Mm -hmm. And then I, I felt like, wow, these students are really proactive. Right. Maybe this is what I should be doing. Mm -hmm. And it was something that, that shifted for you. And yeah. that all started happening in your second semester here. And that was actually, uh, so, so that was um, in 2017. Yes. And I remember at the beginning of this year, so you came in and you had an appointment with me and you were like, wow, I can't believe all of the things that have happened in the last year. Yes. And <laughs> it was like, you know, even if I look at your resume, it was just completely different. Yeah. Uh, you were a very different candidate than you were back in the beginning of 2017. So talk about what what you did and what changed and what shifted for you in that period. Okay, so the first thing I did was working here, I started meeting with an advisor, mm -hmm. you actually. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I started meeting with you regularly and you helped me create a plan. Once I had the plan, I could then decide how I was going to um, how I was going to try to execute, execute, mm -hmm. yeah, sorry, execute that plan. Mm -hmm. And one thing I really that really helped me was the fact that I had an advisor. It made me accountable to someone. Mm -hmm. And you know, when I was just accountable to myself, I was very easy on myself. <laughs> <laughs> I but knowing mm -hmm. that okay, I was going to meet Tanuja next week, and she would ask me, "What have you done so far? What progress have you made?" Mm -hmm. That made me actually. That actually motivated me to get up and get and things actually done. Do think. Mm -hmm. So I started sending out applications. Um, I used the Clean Career Link. Mm -hmm. I also used uh, Indeed, LinkedIn, mm -hmm. um, and I also started attending networking events. Right. Mm -hmm. Yep. So I started attending networking events. I joined the Zicklin Investment Club mm -hmm. and the Zicklin Women in Business. I um I started volunteering, trying to do as much as possible to just add to my resume and make it better mm -hmm. because I didn't have much experience right. and also I leveraged my school projects to you know kind of improve my resume mm -hmm. and I had one quote that I really like is I was watching an interview with um, Ginny Romady from IBM the mm -hmm. CEO of IBM and she said growth and comfort don't coexist right mm -hmm. and I remember seeing that interview last year mm -hmm. and thinking wow that's that really struck me mm -hmm. because I absolutely hated networking mm -hmm. because I was approaching it in a very different way. Right. I was seeing it as just, okay, it's like me just going to try to get something, get an offer, get a job. Yeah, right, because it was, I, I need a job, I need yeah. to. Yeah, but 
when I started thinking of it in a different way, that okay, networking is not necessarily going to lead to a job or an offer or a callback, but it's just, it's a way for me to become more confident, to learn more about the industry. Mm -hmm. Because every single person I talk to in a networking event, I learned something new from them. Right. And even if I didn't have anything to say, I had a lot of questions to ask and I listened. And then at the next event, or the next person I talked to, I had more to say. So that really helped as well. Mm -hmm. And I think that combination of applying for jobs, networking, being active in clubs on campus, that was a great combination. It helped me to really improve my resume. Mm -hmm. And I ended up getting a call for an interview for a summer internship that was last year. Right. And, and the other thing is your GPA was also very right. high. Right. And then, so of you course, mm -hmm. you're in graduate school, of course, trying to get, you know, maintain a high GPA. Yeah. Pretty good GPA. Mm -hmm. And so you ended up getting this um, getting this job um, in uh, credit analysis. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I ended up getting a job as a credit analyst um, in first summer of last year. Mm -hmm. And again, I told myself I am going to try to just do my very best, give mm -hmm. one hundred and ten percent to this um, role. And that position ended up. Um, getting extended, right? So I that turned into a fall internship. A fall as internship, well. yeah. and I remember when you were actually interviewing for that position, um, you said you know you were able to draw on stories based on your experience because you're from Guyana, so you had like a, yeah. a job working in a bank, an entry level position working in a bank there, and you didn't think that experience was valuable, right. and you you didn't think that it was something that you should be talking a lot about, but you realized that uh, there were stories in there that you were able to share. Yes. Um, to show the value that you had to offer. Yeah, and actually that was based on your advice, partly because I remember when I first started meeting with you and we started executing my plan and I did some mock interviews with you, I would not mention that experience. Mm -hmm. And I remember you asked me, why don't you talk about this experience? And I said, oh, well, I don't think it's relevant. You know, it was like a, a small retail bank mm -hmm. and it was outside of the U.S. But then, you know, you said, you know, anything can be relevant you have to show be able to use it and leverage it right and that's exactly what i did mm -hmm. in that interview i actually used that experience i talked about it even if it's not in the same field you can use it to show how you were a team player mm -hmm. or how you had if you can put it in the skills, right context right it, mm -hmm. you can put any story in you know if mm -hmm. you can put it in the right context you can make it work. Right, and uh, you know, and, and as a result you got the job, it right. got extended and then they wanted to extend you, extend you again and then you decided, because you had an offer again at that time, so you, you interviewed, did OCR? Yeah, mm -hmm. so then I did OCR and the, the job that I had last year, the internship that I had as a credit analyst, it was great, but it wasn't in the exact field that I wanted to be mm -hmm. in, but um, so I decided not to extend it for a third time mm -hmm. and I did OCR and I had the opportunity to interview for a field that I wanted to be in mm -hmm. and again I was able to use my experiences from back home as well as from this um, that previous internship mm -hmm. and was ended up getting ended the up internship getting the for the for the following summer yeah. and that's when you you actually so prior to that let's just go back for a second prior to that you decided you were going to graduate a semester later uh, yes. because for you you had to do the prerequisites and everything else and it made sense that you graduate in December instead of graduating in May right so I had enough credits left that I could do that mm -hmm. and I decided to do that because to give myself the opportunity to intern because the 
the internship that I applied for, you had to be a student mm -hmm. still in the summer in right. order to do the internship. Mm -hmm. So I again I, I pushed my graduation back to one December. semester yeah. mm -hmm. and I and th for you this was actually a really great strategy in terms of slowing it down because a lot of times I see people like faster 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 let me get it over with but sometimes that can actually end up backfiring if you know you, you don't have the relevant experience yeah. and all of and, that and that's another thing about just having a plan and strategizing mm -hmm. you know it's not necessarily about finishing the fastest it's about using everything to your advantage if right. you have enough credits left and you can extend your graduation date and that would help you should and that's that. something that yeah. we actually spoke about in terms of like you know uh, in terms of moving the graduation date and how does that you know uh, how does that fit in with your plan and all of that right. because as well as an international student you have to consider there are many other things that you have to consider right um, yeah. and you don't want to make you want to make sure that you're not like violating any laws or right or so as like long that. as you have the I mean if again if you have enough credits and you're able to mm -hmm. it's a great opportunity to give yourself some more time if you haven't found the right mm -hmm job yet right and if you need need more time in order to that and that that ended up working out really well for you so you you had this uh, internship at this big bank in in the summer and they loved you and they extended a full-time offer uh, offer to you yes mm -hmm. so I'm gonna be starting there in February mm -hmm. I still can't believe it <laughs> <laughs> it it all seems unreal because like like you said earlier when I met you when I like met with you, started meeting with you last year, mm -hmm. I mean, so much has happened since then. It's unbelievable. And I guess that's the lesson that a lot can happen in a short amount mm -hmm. of time if you just, you know, you take the right steps. Mm -hmm. And stay focused because that's one of the things with you. It's like, I think you are just very focused on where you want to go. And a lot of times what I see is just people being very scattered. You know, it's all over the place, applying to everything. And that wasn't the case with you because you actually, you know, had narrowed narrowed uh, it down to what you wanted. Right. And were also very selective in terms of what you were you were choosing. And it was just, just wasn't just apply to every yeah. job that's out there. I, I was like that in the beginning, I think. Mm -hmm. In my, like, early last year when I was applying, I was just applying to anything and everything that, that, I, that I was qualified uh -huh. for that I could but then but it still didn't result in anything much you know I was thinking of it as a numbers game right. okay if you apply to this amount of jobs you and you get callbacks from 10% mm -hmm. you know it's something's gonna work mm -hmm. out but that's not how it works it's definitely quality over quantity right and that was also part of the, the process that we worked on your resume in terms of making that resume relevant for what you were applying for rather than right. making it such a general resume that nobody knew what you know what it was for exactly mm -hmm. targeting your resume to every to the different roles is really important as well as cover letters mm -hmm. i remember when i interviewed for with the big bank for the summer internship that i did mm -hmm. this year a cover letter was not required but i did one anyways mm -hmm. and when i did my on-campus interview because that was ocr right. mm -hmm. the first thing the interviewer said to me was I noticed you did a cover letter. You're the only one who did that. Um, that's really impressive. Mm -hmm. And immediately, I differentiated myself right. from everyone else. Mm -hmm. It's just something, a little thing, but he's, you know, he remembered that. 
Right, and I think, for, you know, cover letter, I always say, to, say this to students. I said, if you're going to write a cover letter, just don't write a cover letter. Because for you, you actually took the time and you... Yeah, you know, I targeted you, it to... Yeah, exactly. Role. So if you're going to write a great cover letter, that's awesome. But if you're going to just write a cover letter for the sake of writing a cover letter, you might as well not write a cover letter because this is something that I see come up often. I have to write a cover letter and it's just this template somebody takes off from Google and they just slap on a yeah. piece of paper and that's not it's good enough. It's generic. It's really, you have to go deep. You have to ensure that you're really aligned you know showing how you're aligned with the role and and uh, putting something that's very thoughtful on paper and I know uh, in terms of I think the choices that you've made since uh, since uh, you know um, since last year and it, it, it's just been very you know it's been um, very intentional in terms of getting where you want to go so I don't think you know I was I was not surprised at all when you ended up with this full-time offer because I've seen the work that you've put in I yeah. see the focus that you've had and the consistency in terms of just showing up coming right. to GCMC because you and I met like frequently and even after you got your your internship you still uh, you know were coming right. in and yeah. we were we were talking about strategy and I think you know if you're just throwing spaghetti against a wall this is process is not going to uh, work it's not going to work really well and it's going to be overwhelming but I think once you have that plan and once you're taking steps toward that you can actually you know get the results that you want yeah also when I got my first internship it was it was great I liked it but the company it was I knew that it wasn't going to be a permanent thing because mm -hmm. of the situation of the company It was a smaller company right and uh, so I didn't just sit there I still continue to meet with you and continue to work on the next step right I mean it's important to be to be in the moment and yes learn and enjoy what you have but also to think about what's next mm -hmm. and that comes back to your quote about growth and comfort can't exist together because if you're getting complacent and you're just sitting there okay so I have a internship now and this is all great it's and you're not thinking about okay so how do I use this as a stepping stone to something else and even now as you're going into this job it's about also continuing to grow and continuing to develop right. as opposed to I have the job well now I'm, I'm just done. gonna sit back yeah. and I'm not going to do anything exactly. the process still continues and I think that's one of the reasons why I've, I've you know things have worked out for me because that that's the way I think of things when I'm in it mm -hmm. like what's next mm -hmm. again when I did the internship with the big bank it wasn't just okay I got the internship this is great I'm gonna enjoy my summer it was yes I'm going to enjoy it but I'm also going to think of it in terms of how do I turn this into a full-time offer right right and, and I remember once we were talking about a presentation you had to do and you actually spent you know a lot of time putting effort into that presentation and even staying I late did. at work to make sure that you were doing a great job at the presentation because this was something that was so important to you yeah. as opposed to just going out and going to happy hour and yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. I mean yeah go to happy hour but also network <laughs> like doing that and that you want to make sure you're you're having that those networking opportunities yeah. but at the same time making sure that you're staying committed to what it is that you that you want right I think it's finding the right balance same thing with when you're looking for a job yes you send out a lot of applications you have to but also balance that off with networking and other things mm -hmm. like being active in clubs, right. volunteering. Mm -hmm. And I've interviewed several other students as part of the series and they also say make sure that you're taking care of yourself, make sure that you're you know taking care of your health, make sure that you're getting enough sleep because I see a lot of times students sacrifice those things and it ends up you know again coming back yeah, to haunt them absolutely. when they're not uh, when they're not taking care of their health. Anything else you want to share Eileen? Um, just I guess the only thing I would say what I would say to someone who who is you know, in a situation where they're 
they're looking for a job or they're looking for an internship and it's just not happening it's just it might sound very generic but don't give up right. because it might be that next application that you send out mm -hmm. or that next phone call or that next person that you choose to talk to or the next networking event that you go to can make all the difference and just if you ever mess up an interview right. or you know just accept it learn from it own your mistakes and move forward yeah and grow from it like and you grow did. from it yeah. yeah well thank you so much for doing this uh, you know I, I think it just the steps that you've taken um, you know shows uh, like shows that level of commitment in terms of uh, in terms of your career goal and I have no doubt that you'll you know you'll keep building on this thank you so much and thank you for you know everything and also my advice to anyone who's watching this would be to Definitely use the services offered by GCMC. Mm -hmm. They're here to help. They have so much to offer. Just and you're a testament yeah, to that. And I'm a testament to that. All right. Thank you, Eileen. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Thank you.